Hello, everybody. Hello. He's back. He's back with another message for you. Another broadcast. Another transmission. Another another message. Manoli is here. It's the holiday season. And Manoli is here to say a bunch of nonsense on his podcast. And just when you think he's said all, he'll be coming with an episode now. He'll be coming with an episode now. Happy holidays. Uh, anyway, it's actually New Year's Eve, so I guess Christmas is over. But I celebrate the 12 days, so you'll never get enough Christmas out of me. So there you go. Uh, I hope it was a good one for everyone. I hope you're having, I hope the end of the year was a good one full of blessings and good times and all kinds of stuff. I honestly do. Uh, hope it was good. And I hope the new year is going to bring even more, even more. So let's, let's close out the year with a little recap of what's been going on. What's going on, Manoli? Well, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I was singing so much through December. So much singing, you know, I was working and singing and doing my suit thing, you know, all at the same time. So I was very, very busy, which is probably why I haven't updated you all, all month, which, you know, better late than never, as they say. Uh, where, where did I sing? I sang with the Charleston Symphony. I sang in their Messiah. I was in the chorus, which was a lot of fun. That's always a favorite of mine. Um, three performances of that. One downtown Charleston, one on Daniel Island, a new venue with a beautiful new church. Uh, I forget what it was called, new, new church out on Daniel Island. And then again up in uh, Somerville. So that was a good time. I, I love the Messiah. It's, it's a fantastic work. Uh, I mean, you, you don't need, need me to tell you to go listen to it. It's obviously very famous. Uh, yeah, very difficult to sing because... I mean, even the chorus stuff is more difficult than usual, even for Handel standards. Uh, extremely difficult to sing, but very rewarding to sing at the same time. And, and really, when it, when it's done right, it's one of you know my favorite works. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think any recording is quite perfect, but you know some are better than others. I like the Richard Hickox one with uh, has a great lineup of soloists, uh, Della Jones as the alto, uh, Bryn Turfell as the bass, Joan Rogers as the soprano, and uh, uh, Philip Langridge as the tenor. So, I mean, those four are really, really good. Uh, and then the Gardner recording, of course, is a classic. Uh, the, the chorus sounds really good on that one. Probably the best that <clears throat> any chorus has ever sounded on the Messiah recording, and I give John Elliott Gardner his due there. He did a wonderful job on that recording. And Margaret Marshall is no slouch as a soprano. And, of course, the great Anthony Rolf Johnson as a tenor. Uh, great stuff. I listened to a newer recording with Michael Spires singing the tenor part, and he did phenomenal. He's What a great singer he is that we have nowadays. And uh, and even now, every now and then, I like to visit revisit the old uh, Klemperer recording, which is not at all... Historically accurate, uh, you know, it's it's on old instruments. And, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, it's on modern <laughs> instruments, not old instruments, and it's not really in the right pitch. And uh, I don't know. I mean, you say right and wrong. I mean, there's one, you know, you could do it the old way, but that's fallen out of style. And I prefer the historically ap 
approach, you know, with authentic period instruments and, you know, the right tuning and small choir. But, you know, I mean, that that, that recording is kind of interesting just with the, it's one of the most romantic sounding messiahs, but it, I don't know, it's, there's some perks to it. Mostly, I would say, uh, oh, Jerome Hines as the bass soloist sounds absolutely fantastic. And Nikolai Geta as a tenor, is, uh, he's one of my favorites, too. So it, I'd say it's worth it just for those two, just to hear them. I mean, it's Jerome Hines might be the biggest voice bass to ever sing the Messiah solos. So it's, uh, it's definitely interesting and different. But I, I would say my favorite is the Richard Hickox. Uh, but that's just... My opinion. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I sang in that and it was good. And then the following week, weekend, I sang uh, I sang in a Celtic and classical Christmas with the Taylor Festival Choir, which was a wonderful experience as well. We had two concerts, one out of, in Beaufort, which is about a little over an hour south of here. It's a small very small town. It's probably, it's like a one-tenth scale model of Charleston, but a very charming city, the second oldest in the state. Um, so we had a concert there. I actually spent the night there and uh, because I didn't really feel like driving back that night because it would have been late and uh, I don't like to drive at night, really. Um, so I stayed there. I said, oh, I'll make a little, I'll make a little mini vacation out of it. So I stayed there and uh, I saw the sights and sounds of Buford, which took me, a, it's not a very, I mean, there's, it has like, there's like one main street and that's kind of it. Um, but very charming. I mean, it, it's, it's a pretty town at night. The people were wonderfully nice. I really like that. You know, it's nice. It's nice to go to a town and have nice people around. You know what I mean? Some of these places you go, they don't like the, they don't like your outside or they don't like this stuff. I went to one of their two bars. Um, I'm sorry. I went to, I went to two of their bars. I think they might have three. Now, what did I do? I went to three bars. That's what I did. I went to... The first place was... Uh, what was that place called? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to say it was Luger's. Luther's. Luther's. Not Luther, Peter Luger's. No. Luther's. Um, I went to Luther's. And that was, that was good. I started out there. And... I enjoyed it. I talked to some people. I, they said, you're not from here, are you? I'm like, no. They're like, where are you from? I said, I'm from Charleston. They're like, oh, well, that's not too far. I'm like, no, it's not far at all. You know, people don't think I'm from Charleston. I don't know what it is. I guess it's because I don't really have a Southern accent unless I turn it up and then I can have a Southern accent. But most of the time I speak with this sort of way of speaking. I don't really know where it comes from. Uh, my father doesn't have an accent. My mother kind of lost her southern accent over the years i mean she still has it but it used to be really strong uh i don't know why i don't have an accent but people don't believe i'm from charleston they think i'm from somewhere up north but no i have to tell them i'm born and raised in charleston um anyway so i started there and you know it's like i talked to some of the people they're like we know you're not from here i'm like well that's okay and then i went there that that i like that place that had live music and there was this one person just screaming the whole time. I mean, the, the band would do nothing. And she'd go, oh! I was like, what are you doing over there? And I went to this other place called Hemingway's, which was a total dive, and I didn't care for that. I heard that that was the, the bar to go to, and it was like, 
it was like the size of a storage closet. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's the charm. I didn't find it very charming. I think I had one beer there and then I got the hell out of there. Uh, some lady was sitting there with her dog on the table. <laughs> it was it was a scene, that's for sure. There was barely anyone in there. It was tiny, tiny, tiny. And so I left there and I ended up at some place, Q, on the waterfront. I guess they still barbecue there, but uh, I sat at the bar and I finished there and I... You know, it's, it's nice. I like to do this. I like to go to places and talk to strangers and, to, and uh, yeah, never see them again. So I like to do that. You know, you make friends for about a couple of hours and then that's it. Have a nice life. See you later. <laughs> I don't know why. I just enjoy doing that. But you have to be careful, too. There's some wacky people out there. So you have to you have to watch yourself. But uh, anyway, that was fun. I, I saw their three bars and I enjoyed two out of three, so that's, that, that gives me, you know, that's a pretty solid score. I had dinner at some place called, uh, oh, what was it? You see, I can't remember anything. What was the place called? I have somebody, I have a friend down there, a couple friends that recommended this place to me. It is called Saltus. I don't know, it's spelled S-A-L-T. U.S. Salt us. I don't know what that is supposed to mean, but I ate there and it was very good. And the next day I got up and I kind of walked around. It was kind of a crappy day. It was rainy. Then I went down to stores and I went to an old bookshop and I got a couple of books that I found were interesting. One of them was on the Revolutionary War, which I like history and uh, yeah, yeah, I walked up and down the street. It took me it doesn't take long to have a little waterfront. Tiny place, but but charming. Charming in its own in its uh, own way. Very nice people. I ate a plum. Plums. Plum. And the bartender was very nice. And they were everybody there was nice. I, everybody there was nice. That is a rarity. You don't usually go a place and every single person you interact with is a nice guy or a nice girl. So I liked it. I had a good time, and then I got out of there. <laughs> I had to sing downtown Charleston the following day. Uh, so the Celtic and classical Christmas was very nice. They, they had this great uh, guy come in playing the Irish pipes, the, the Ilum pipes, as they call them, and that was really good. Really good. I, I really enjoyed listening to that. And the following weekend, I sang with the Charleston Symphony again with the Holiday Pops. And that was a lot of fun, too. Downtown Charleston at the Gilliard Center, which is a beautiful hall. Um, beautiful place to sing in. They, the show was packed. It was, I think it sold out almost every night. If not, it came really close. And that's a big auditorium. I think it's 2,800 seats. And we would go out. There's a place across the across the way there that's a hotel bar that we'd like to go to after. And so we would go there and have a good time after the performances, get some food, get some some drinks, you know, me and some of the singers and the conductor and the soloists. It was, it was a good time. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. My father joined us and I that he came and he had a good time and we talked about all kinds of stuff, music and the music scene in Charleston. It, it's a, it's a good place to be. There's a lot of good things going on in Charleston and music wise and growth and all kinds of stuff. Charleston is a wonderful city. It really is. It, it, you know, no, no place is perfect. We have our issues. But uh, I obviously I grew up here and I'm still here, so I guess I like it a little bit. Um, 
So I sang, I sang so much this month. And then on top of that, I sang twice in church and another time. No, I'm sorry. I sang three times in church. Uh, it was a lot to sing. I sang by the time Christmas rolled around, I think I had sang in some capacity almost every day that month. So my voice is, was tired and I am done singing for a little bit at least. I'll continue to go to my lessons, which are progressing very nicely, but that'll be it for now. Um, I've had some interesting restaurant experiences as of late. I, uh, you know, that I was having brunch at this one place. It's this place, if I said that, the, if you're in Charleston, you know what I'm talking about. It's just, there's a place downtown and it's like a scene. Everybody wants to act like they're a big shot when they go there. They sell brunch. Uh, and I was there for brunch. Everybody goes there and tries to pretend there's some kind of big shot. Oh, we're going to XYZ. I'm not going to say it on the air, but if you message me, I'll tell you where it is. So just do that if you want to know. But if you're in Charleston, I think you could kind of figure out. You know, it's a place downtown. Uh and it's kind of a scene, especially in the bar area, people like to go. I'm not going to say where, but, you know. Uh, anyway, but people like to go there, and they like to think there's some kind of big shot because they're there. Oh, let's go here. Oh, look who it is. Oh, this and that. And I just come because I like the food. You know, me, I, I'm just a regular guy. I, you know, I don't, need to, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. I go because I like the food. So I was sitting there one brunch. I was sitting at the bar by myself and and I'm sitting there and there's like a bunch of empty seats next to me so I sat there was a seat next to the wall but I didn't want to get shoved back there because it's like a like the the bar cabinet was like right in front of you so you were you couldn't really see the bartender and I I didn't want to like get stuck back there and they forget about me so I sat there was one seat next to the wall and I sat in the seat you know, next to that on the left. And uh, I was sitting there. I was just minding my own business. My food came. It was a, it was a uh, crab cake Benedict. It was very good. Um, and uh, I probably just gave it away. I don't care. Um, anyway, <laughs> it was, it was a br brunch item of some kind. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, Anyway, so I'm sitting there minding my own business. My food comes, you know, having having some coffee, having a mimosa, which I like after brunch. Uh, I'm sorry, at brunch. And uh, I'm just sitting there minding my own business, just being a regular guy. And this, this couple comes down and sits next to me. And I hear them grumbling about having to sit next to me. I, I was about two seconds away from moving down just to give them some more room because... I mean, I don't want to sit next to you either, to be honest with you. I just like to sit by myself. But they came down and they were grumbling. They're like, we have to sit next to this guy. I'm like, what the hell? Why? What's so bad about me? Do I smell that bad? And so, you know what? I didn't move for them. I just said, I, they, they didn't ask because they were, they were cowards. All they did was want to complain. They didn't want to ask me, hey, would you mind moving down once so we could have some extra room? I may have moved down in that scenario. I probably would have because when people are nice and courteous, I'm nice and courteous back. But when you're, you know, a, a jerk, this is a family show, a jerk to me, well, then I may not be so quick to, uh, you know, 
acquiesce to your demands over there, grumbling, I can't believe we have to sit next to this guy. Why won't he move down? And, you know, you, instead of just being an adult, like you try to act like you're some kind of big shot, you just grumble under your breath about it. So no, I sat right where I was and I didn't move, I didn't move an inch. I should have moved closer is what I should have done. I mean, can you believe that? I mean, you're, you know, you're sitting at the bar. That's, you should expect to have to sit next to people. You may not want to do it. I certainly didn't want to sit next to you, but I'm not going to say, ah, I can't believe you sat next to me. Well, you know, you know what I mean? And not only that, I'm walking out and I, I stopped by the head, the, you know, the restroom, but I, I like to say the head, you know, pretend like we're on a boat or something. I don't know. <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't know. Um, I go to the restroom on my way out and there's a guy at the urinal and he just walks right out the bathroom without washing his hands. I mean, this is disgusting. I mean, wash your hands. It takes all of 25 seconds to just wash your hands. I mean, you're going and then I, I walk past him on my way out. He was sitting there with his girlfriend or whatever. He's eating and I'm like, bleh, bleh. I mean, what? I mean, what? Why? Why can't you take the time to just wash your hands? It's not that hard. People are nasty. So everybody who likes to go there and pretend they're some big shot and pretend that they're this and that and they're high class and high pollutant and all this stuff, they, they're really, you know, they complain about nonsense things. They don't have the courage to confront someone directly. And then they go and eat with their nasty bathroom hands. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Don't believe what people want to put on. You know, everyone likes to think that they, they got it all figured out, but really they're just as nasty as everyone else. So that's my message to you. Happy New Year to you, you people. Make it your resolution to, I don't know, maybe not grumble about somebody who's just minding their own business, having a nice meal for themselves, trying to enjoy themselves, and maybe wash your hands whenever you use the restroom. How about that? How about that? And we wonder why there's disease, you know, Wash your hands. I mean, I try not to get on my soapbox on the... Oh, that's a lie. I get on my soapbox on here every now and then. But I don't have any qualms about saying this one. Wash your nasty hands. Wash them. How hard is that? And then I went, <laughs> I went to another place. And I was there with my mother. Was my sister there? No, I think it was just me and my mother. And I think Leo. Uh, anyway, we walk in. And... I walk up to the hostess stand, and all I said was, hello, and the entire restaurant turned around and just stared at me, and it was so, there was no music there, I mean, the music was playing, it was like being in a, in a funeral parlor, I mean, where was the music, and so I walk in, and I give my Manoli greeting, you know, in my voice, I just say, hello, and then everybody just turns and stares at me like I got three heads and lobsters crawl out of my ears. That was from the Christmas story. Um, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to apologize for trying to be friendly, trying to lighten up the mood over here. I mean, you people, it's like eating in the, in the, the vacuum of space. There's no sound. And as I'm sitting down and we start talking and I, I, I didn't yell on purpose after that, but I noticed that they turned the volume of the music up. Which they needed to. They should have. So, you know what? They should be thanking me because I drew, I drew attention to their music problem. So, really, you know, Manoli does things the right way. And then everybody else, they, you know, I have to point out 
the inconsistencies, you know. That's it. Manoli takes care of business. I say hello, and it echoes through the entire restaurant, and they turn the music up, which they needed to do anyway. So they should they should thank me. They should have bought me a drink is what they should have done, but I digress. Um, what else happened? I don't know. Uh, did you have a good Christmas? I, I liked Christmas. Christmas was good this year. I got some really nice uh, clothes from the uh, the short person store, the Ashton Airy, which they said, I, I, you know, I, it's for, it's made for short guys, which I, I, I can concede that I am on the shorter end of the spectrum, but there's nothing wrong with that, of course. Um, and they make really nice stuff. I mean, I got some wonderful sweaters and uh, some, I got a new jacket. It was really nice. I got a, an espresso machine, which I've been enjoying very much over the past, you know, how long has it been since Christmas? Six days? <laughs> uh, really been enjoying that. I mean, that that's some good stuff. I like the Keurig, but the Nespresso is even better, in my opinion. I mean, the, I think the stuff just tastes better. Uh, but I digress. I mean, Keurig is good, too, and I, I think it's less expensive. So I might use that for day-to-day, -day, and then I might use my Espresso when I get home and I want, you know, something, something special. Uh, what else? I got some old... Old opera recordings, which are very nice. I got a, what did I get? The Giulini Rigoletto, my favorite Verdi opera. One of the best recordings, of, in my opinion. I got that. Uh, the Kleiber, Carlos Kleiber, Deflator Mouse, which is good for New Year's. Uh, what else? The Karajan, uh Boris Gudunov, which is a wonderful recording as well. Uh, what, oh, the, the Abado Macbeth. Which is very good with Shirley Verrett and uh, Cappuccini. Very nice recording as well. And uh, Tito Manlio by Vivaldi, which was, I think, one of the first Vivaldi opera recordings ever, which was a recommendation of, to me, which I, I think it's going to be good. I haven't listened to it yet. I never heard it, so I'm excited for that. I can't, I'm trying to look at it over here. I can't see. Oh, the Nicholas Harnoncourt. Uh, Bach Christmas Oratorio, which is another favorite, favorite work of mine. I sang it last year and it was wonderful. And Nicholas Harnacor is a fantastic conductor in Bach. I mean, probably the best conductor in Bach. Wonderful. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's a oh, and the new remastering of the Maria Callas 1960 Norma on a, this is all on old vinyls and uh except that that's a new remastering so i'm ex i'm excited for that uh well a beautiful cast i mean maria's and it's later in her career her voice probably isn't as strong as the earlier recordings but the interpretation is so good on her part that it makes it worth it and obviously franco corelli is a wonderful wonderful uh Pallione. and krista ludwig as uh adagisa is fantastic as well i actually prefer her in the italian rep I don't know. I like her. Uh, I like her in the Italian rep, and I like her singing Bach is really good too. I think it's. I think she had a really nice ear for that. It's a shame. I wish she made more Bach recordings. Uh, but I digress. Uh, okay, enough with the classical stuff, Manoli. You have to talk for a wide audience. Uh, but no, it was a good Christmas. Uh, yeah, you saw everyone. You see everyone on Christmas. You say hello and all that stuff. Christmas is a wonderful time of year. I watched a couple movies. Uh, I watched Elf Christmas Eve, which I like. Elf is good. 
And I watched A Christmas Story and A Christmas Carol on Christmas Day, which I also like, both favorites of mine. Uh, very good. I don't really consider myself a Dickens fan, but I do like A Christmas Carol. Maybe because it's short. He was awfully long-winded, uh, Charles Dickens, but I digress. Um, and now we move to New Year's. New Year's resolution. What's yours? I don't like to set any in stone because I feel like if I do, if I speak it, it's going to just falter. But I will say that I would like to make more episodes of this show coming up. I've been so busy. I There's been a lot of stuff going on, people. And... Uh, I think it's going to calm down starting next year, so I'll hopefully have more time to uh, speak to you on this wonderful podcast that I love very much. Um, and, you know, I mean, just, you know, you try to get better and better. You try to do do things better and eat better and exercise more. I mean, that's all pretty typical stuff. Read more. I'd like to read more. That's for sure. Um, you know, but I don't want to say I'm going to do this today and this tomorrow and this three times a week and yada 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 because if I do it that way I'm just gonna fail I, I know how my brain works you know I mean it's uh, it's scary my brain sometimes I sometimes I say what's wrong with you you need help <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding um I know how my brain works and anytime that I actually like set a goal and like try to put it in stone and, and invariably it fails so I'm just going to try to do better in a general sense, you know, try to, try to do better, be better, be better, as they say, be better, um, what else, what else, Manoli, what else are you going to talk about, I don't know, oh, this was interesting, I had to go do something, and, and they, people keep, at, the people kept asking me, they said, do you work at XYZ, no, have you been here and there and whatever? I'm like, no. They're like, you must have a twin. And I don't, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like this. They're like, you have a twin. I'm like, well, that's no good. Uh, the only thing I know about him is that he must be a really handsome guy. But <laughs> um, no, I don't like the idea of there being another Manoli running around. There can only be one. So I'm gonna have to find him and tell him to, you know, get out of town. I, I was here first, I guarantee you. I'm from Charleston. Man. I can't have some doppelganger moving here. And what if he what if he robs a store? They're gonna come arrest me. What if he what if he uh I don't know what if he defaces the Ravenel Bridge? I mean they're gonna come I, I could get arrested because of this guy. And there's nowhere for me to hide. I, I, my name is super unique. I mean, it there's there's no way for there's no I'm not I'm not somebody they you, you know Joe Smith, my name is Manoli, and my last name is really, you know, distinct. So I have, I have to, I have to be very careful about what I do. I don't like to, you know, I, I try to be careful is my point. Because you never know who's looking to get you, you know. People might be praying on my downfall. Well, that's a really narcissistic way to look at it. Is it though? Is it? Some people, they want to see you fail. I digress. We don't let them. We don't give them that satisfaction. We say strong. Manoli powers through. That's it. Um, I went out last night. Uh, what did I do? Did I go out Friday? What did I do? What happened Friday? What was it? I did something. 
I don't remember. What did I do? Did I take a picture? Let's see. Let's see. Maybe I didn't. Oh, you know what? My uncle, my uncle, my wonderful uncle made me prime rib that day. It was the most beautiful prime rib he ever saw. It was me, his family, and two of my cousins, and we had a ball. Beautiful prime rib, uh, beautiful charcuterie board, uh, you know, nice cheese and uh, prime rib and some vino, which was nice. Uh, you know, I always liked the wine. Um, we had a great time. I was over there for four and a half hours. It was it was a really nice bugatza that he had ordered and he heated up in the oven. Bugatza is really good. Uh, it's very it's kind of similar to Galactoburico, if you know that. It's a Greek dessert. Uh, also somewhat similar to baklava, but Bugatza is really nice. Uh, I like it more than anything, but it's very rare to find in the States. So he, I don't know where he gets it from, but he orders it and it, it's pretty good. I mean, obviously the best Bugatza is in Greece, you know, Rhodes and there's a really good shop in Mykonos actually that sells Bugatza, but uh, he heated that up and that was, that was wonderful. He's like, He's like, it'll take about a half hour. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And then I thought about it for about 10 seconds. I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I will take some. So <laughs> we have Bugatza. It's very nice. I brought some home and I had some later. I brought some prime rib home. I, I, I just like a good prime rib. I mean, there's, I, don't eat, I don't get to eat it very often, but when it's good, it's good. When something is good, it's good. What a profound statement, Manoli. You must be a real philosopher. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to talk from the heart. I'm trying to share the innermost secrets and the, the sanctum to you, my wonderful, loving audience. I love you all very much. Most of you, anyway. No, I, I like you all. Um, what was I saying? So I did that, and then yesterday... I ended up going out. I had a had a glass of wine with a couple of friends of mine at, at this new wine bar. Um, I don't know if it's new. I, I don't know. I'd never been there. And they gave you a card at the wine bar. And what you did was you gave them your credit card. And then they gave you another card that you would go up to this. They had rows of, of wine behind the case with the little faucet. And you would stick the card in there and it, you would press the button and it would pour you the wine. I can't remember what I had. I think it was some some Italian wine. I don't remember. Uh, I met them, and that was that was nice. I enjoyed that. We called up. I hadn't seen them in a while. Nikki and Tiz, shout out to you if you listen. And Delta as well. Their friend Delta was there, and I know Delta from college as well. I've known Nikki and Tiz for quite some time. Uh, they're all great people. I enjoyed seeing them very much. So shout out to y'all. And then uh, I went to. Uh, they had to go drive Delta back, so I actually went to a hotel bar on the roof at the, and I had a, uh, I asked for an espresso martini because I've seen them there. They look really, really good, and they were out again. That's the second time I've asked for an espresso martini up there, and they don't have it. And the guy remembered, he's like, you asked for that last time. I was like, yes, I sure did. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you better have it next time, my friend. I was joking, of course. So I had a scotch instead, which is very good. Uh, you know, a nice Glen Livet, which I like very much. And, uh, yeah, and then I called a friend of mine, Max, and I said, Max, what are you doing? He's like, we're going to this uh, this place, the, the Royal American, which was a dive bar. And it was very interesting. They had a live man there, and it was, uh, 
it was interesting music. I like the part where the guy went, ah! <laughs> Uh, no, it was good. I mean, the band they put they put all their energy into it. They were good performers. I really enjoyed watching them. Uh, interesting music, but they did a good job of it. I will say. Um, it was Max and a few other friends of mine. You know, that I've known basically my whole life, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. And then at one point, and while they're doing the music, everybody started pushing each other. I don't know what that's about. What is that about? Can someone explain this to me? Why do you shove each other? Can you explain this to me? I don't, I don't know. I want to just stand there and listen. I don't want to be shoved. There was no dancing. It was just pushing. I don't know what that's about. I've never seen that before. So if somebody can explain that to me, I, I would appreciate it. Um, and I went home and here I am. Sunday, 12-31-23. The last day of 2023. It was a very good year. Um, I had my birthday the other day, too. December 12th was my birthday. The same as Frank Sinatra, which I really like to remind people of. Um, just goes to show that I come from a royalty, you know, with with my my singing, of course. Shared the same birthday as Sinatra. I'm, of course, I'm just being a little, a little, a little full of myself over here, but it's all in good fun. I had a wonderful birthday. Uh, Wonderful dinner. Uh, it was a good time. 24. One time, when I turned 21, my brother Leo asked my family, he said, Manoli turns 21 tomorrow. Will his face look different? <laughs> like it was like it was going to change that day. It was pretty amusing. So I, I, I kind of like to think about that. It's like, I'm turned 24. Will, will things be different? Will things change? Things change slowly. Sometimes they don't change. And I hope that they change for the better. Otherwise, we'll all be in trouble. But I digress. Uh, so, yeah, I'm 24 now. I started the show when I was 22. I was second semester of college. And now I've been out for over a year and a half and moving along with my professional life. And, uh, you know, it's things, you know, so far so good, I suppose. You know, no complaints for me. Unless, give me some time, I could probably think of some. <laughs> Uh, no, it's been a, it's been a good ride, and we're gonna keep going. So, there we go. Uh, I think I might cut this uh, cut this here, but um, enjoyed it. I will speak to y'all next year. <laughs> I hate that stupid joke. I really do. That's the worst. I mean, that is the most uncreative joke. I think people say it because they know how bad it is, but some people might be. Some people might think it's clever. I don't know. And th let me guess, somebody that said that to me is going to listen to this episode and then I'm going to be in trouble. I always get myself in trouble. Why is that? You have to be careful, Manoli, with what you say on this show. Well, you know what? At some point, I have to say something. You know what I mean? I have to have an opinion. I can't just, you know, speak in generalities. That's not interesting. So, yeah, I think that's a dumb joke. But I'll see you next year. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. I wish you well on this new year. Kronja Pola. Happy New Year. I hope your resolutions go well. I want you to tell me, are they going well? I want you to let me know. What's your resolution going to be? What will it be? It'll be to listen to more episodes of Manoli's Musings. That's what it should be. But I digress. Um, all right. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.